active customers, about 1300. Okay. 1300. So that would put yeah. you at what about 130,000 bucks in revenue right now? Um, about 140. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks. My guest today is Tyler Austin. He's a husband, father, former Air Force serviceman, and a seven-figure real estate investor, and also today the founder of REI SIP, a bootstrap SaaS company in prop tech, helping real estate investors scale their sales and marketing. He also holds bachelor's degrees from Florida Tech in computer information systems. All right, Tyler, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right. So what got you in? I imagine it was your own real estate investing, but what got you into real estate in the first place? Um, I got tired of traveling 50% of the year uh, for the government, basically. So I started dabbling in real estate and you know, wrote my own scripts because I was a, a cyber guy by trade um, to solve my own problem. And that kind of ended up slowly developing into, hey, other people want to use that, basically. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. tell me about those people. Who are your customers today? So our customers today uh, is more than what we originally thought out to be. It was originally, uh, you know, real estate investors, uh, wholesalers in real estate, people who are doing a lot of outbound marketing direct to, to homeowner. Um, so that's, that's a lot of, and I would say probably 80% of our customers are still those types of people. Um, but now we also have a lot of real estate agents starting to use this as well. And um, even companies like roofing companies, anybody who, who wants to learn more about uh, and, and do more efficiently yeah, you know, direct to homeowner marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I imagine, tell me about churn there, right? A lot of people try this stuff and they churn quickly because they just, they don't have, yeah. them. you know, they don't have the hustle. Yeah, that's dude. Uh, initially it was, um, it was pretty tough, but we're actually at like a 5% churn right now, which, uh, uh, with micro SMB customers, which is a lot of what we have a lot of, you know, people getting into wholesaling, right? Yeah. I, I want to get into, you know, real estate. Let me go ahead and, you know, throw like 200 bucks at it. Um, and, and it was a big problem, uh, initially, and, and we've really, uh, went from about, you know, 10, 11% churn down into that, that five range. And sometimes that's we get monthly. up to that 6%, but that's monthly. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, from, from, uh, it makes me feel good because I think a lot of people in our space, some of our, our competing products and, and, uh, others that are similar in our space, um, you know, there's floating around, you know, nine or if not 17, 18%. So I feel good about it. And so what do you charge? I mean, what are these customers paying on average per month to use your technology? So we have a base plan of $49 a month um, that has uh, a restriction, a lot of restrictions in it. And then we have a $99 a month and then a $299 a month. And, and so when you, average, when you average that all out, what do you say like the sweet spot is? Uh, our sweet spot, our, our, our um, average from where our customers are sitting, uh, a lot of them are in that professional plan. We did some adjustments to get a lot more people in that mid-tier plan at $99. Um, but I would say a good, a good split and spread is, uh, 25% in, in essentials, um, you know, 45 to 50% in that professional plan and another, you know, 25 to 35% in that business plan. So, so, so make those numbers, else. make those numbers easy for me then. So the average customer is paying what a hundred bucks a month. Oh yeah. Yeah. ARPU is about a hundred, hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Take me back to customer number one. When did you guys launch and how'd you get the first customer? So we, I, I officially called it REI SIFT in uh, like February of 2019, I believe. 
uh, are we pre-launched and, and I did a YouTube video and ended up getting like 50 customers um, that paid us before there was any product. And so that got us to about 2,500 or so MRR. Um, and we officially launched in September of 2019. Um, Sorry, 2,500 or 25,000 in MRR? 2,500 in MRR. Okay. That, yeah. Um, and so then, uh, so that got us uh, there. Uh, and then in really our big growth catalyst was in around June of 2020, we launched a, 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 a challenge funnel essentially. And, um, and that was uh, where we started really gaining a lot of traction to kind of teach people how to really do, you know, real estate marketing. Teach us how that works. It's very popular on the inner circles, but the, the common sort of SaaS founder does not know what a challenge funnel is yet. Yeah. So what we did is um, I realized that a lot of our churn was was because of uh, micro SMB, you know, entrepreneurs not being good entrepreneurs. So we had to fix the the, the mindset of, of the, the customer coming into the gate about business, not really about our product. Um, so we created a challenge to solve that problem called the auto lead gen challenge, where, in the, um, where we marketed it as, hey, you have a problem getting leads, come in. And, and we're going to teach you how to get those leads. But the first, you know, week and a half of that challenge is actually how to actually set up your business. You know, what kind of revenue do you want to make? How do you even calculate that kind of information? Um, so that gets them adopted and confidence into what they're doing. And then we say, okay, cool. Now that you have the foundations to know where you want to go and, you know, what to do to get there, um, let's teach you how to actually implement it. And we use, we teach them how to implement, you know, generating leads through using our product, um, which adopts them into, you know, the product itself and understanding it and how to use it. Um, and then at the end of that uh, product, we have uh, essentially an upsell or that challenge is an upsell um, to put them well, into sorry, our What's the challenge though, Tyler? Is it how many leads you can get over a 30-day period? Um, no, ours actually our challenge structure is two weeks of, of education on how to, how to market and how to properly bring in big data and get it managed and then get marketing to it. Um, and then the second half of it, the second two weeks is... Um, actually marketing to see how many total that you can get. So we kind of split in half. We market it as a 14-day challenge, but once they get into it, we're like, psych, it's actually a 30-day challenge, 14 days of education and 14 days of of actual like doing the work. So how many um, leads did the winner get of that challenge? Um, we do it, it we do it every single month. So we've had people that have come out of it making a hundred thousand, you know, some even even more than that, um, closing multiple deals through the challenges. And I mean we have we've had like I don't know, somewhere around like three or 3000 or so people gone through that challenge since last year, um, a ton. And every, every month we have, you know, it's a rolling challenge now. So we basically automated it. Um, but here in January, uh, we do like a reset for the year where we're going to do, uh, the challenges live again to bring in a bunch of new revenue from the customers we already have, plus bring in some new update the content. Cause as your product updates, right. And we have a lot of new features we've done since last year. Um, so we need to update the, the, the challenge to get, you know, more of that feature adoption in. So you guys, there you have it. The question for you is, uh, what challenge can you launch in January that gets your, you know, customers excited, but also by nature, almost by default, gets them using your product more to decrease churn. So 3000 folks in there. Now that winner, uh, Tyler, that might take home a hundred thousand bucks in terms of just revenue from a challenge. How many leads is that usually from? You know, because of the way that we teach how to market in real estate, um, you know, it's, it's a lot different than the traditional norm. A lot of times they have to get, you know, 75 or so leads to get like one deal. And a lot of times it might only be, you know, seven to $10,000 on a deal. Um, the way that we educate, we, we teach people how to find like the 1% of the 4% of people who might want to sell to you right now. Um, so they really narrow down their marketing and they might, you know, only generate 10 leads, but they get a deal from it. So that's a big part of what we teach is, is how yeah, do so you, how, so what would that winner do? How many leads did that winner do the hundred thousand? 
Um, it, it just really depends. If someone got, if someone locked up a real estate contract and they got a hundred thousand dollars from it, it could have been their first lead. It could have been their 10th or fifth. I'm, I'm not quite sure what in the, in the scenario of, of that person, but I mean, people close deals and during the challenge all the time. So I see. Um, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to depict. Yeah. Okay. So challenge is working nicely. How many customers are you serving now today? Um, right now I actually had it opened up, um, here we have active customers about 1300. Okay. 1300. So that would put yeah. you at what about 130,000 bucks in revenue right now? Um, about 140. Yeah. 140. Okay. Very cool. And where were you exactly a year ago? Uh, exactly a year ago. Let me go back. I'll tell you exactly. It was probably like maybe 40 or so, maybe. Okay. 40,000. And then go back to 2019 where you get like four or five grand a month in revenue back then. So what are we in? We're in November right now. So Ju July, September, October, November of 2020, we're at 38 and in uh, November, 2019, 20, November of 2019, we were at 3,754. Very cool. All right. So with this skill, have you bootstrapped or did you raise capital? Fully bootstrapped. Dude, I, in, congrats. In, yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I put, I, at the end of 2019, I had $30,000 left over from some real estate deals that I had done. And I basically, instead of paying off some debt, I threw it to an account to start REI SIFT. And that That's was amazing. That. So do you own hundred percent of the business? Yes, I do. Yeah. Wow. Who built like the tech? Do you have a like engineering co-founder or do you code? Um, I coded originally, uh, but I know how to break things. I don't know how to build things very well. Um, so uh, I, I ended up uh, into it originally, like using some people off of Upwork and that didn't go very well. Um, and now I have a team, half of us are in Brazil and half of us are here in the US in my office. How did you Florida. find the folks in Brazil? Um, so uh, Upwork and just slowly, you know, talking to the right people, essentially word of mouth. Um, got to meet to the right backend developer. And after I got that backend developer, um, he happened to work at a specific company um, that happened to know other people. And we slowly kind of, you know, built our team. That's how it works. That's always yeah. how it works. How many folks are on the team today? Um, this year, we'll have 10 full-time, uh, five of which are USW2s and the rest are contractors. What credit card should I use? You guys have heard this. If you're scaling with 10, 20 employees, you know that your lead developer needed your credit card data to sign up for Jira or Trello. Your head of marketing needed the credit card to sign up for Facebook ads, or your head of HR needed a credit card or your credit card data to sign up for that Delta trip you need to take to that next conference. Nobody understands or understood how to track this stuff efficiently and effectively until Ramp came along. Create virtual or physical cards for everybody on your team as you grow and build your SaaS company. Quickly log into Ramp and see where there are discounts you might be able to get that you didn't know about. For example, maybe you save 100 bucks a month on Trello or 20 bucks a month on your email marketing provider. Ramp has all these listed in their platform and you can assign a credit card, both virtual or and physical, to every employee and set limits. That way, you can quickly see if your dev tool spend is going up. Are you spending more on Trello? Or are Facebook ads increasing too fast? Or are you spending too much on travel? It's incredible the amount of insight you can see inside the Ramp dashboard. I got a look the other day and I was blown away. I said, I've got to partner with these guys. Check it out today at nathanlacka.com forward slash ramp. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash ramp. I'm not going to tell you about the special bonus you'll see, but once you go to the landing page, you'll see there's a big 
with two zeros bonus on this page, nathanlacka.com forward slash ramp. Check it out today because time is money and I want you to save both. Okay. And so if you look at total headcount expense in November, it's December 8th today we're recording this. What, like, what'd you spend on just people at last month? So salaries, and we spent about 40,000 on the dev team, product and dev team, and then another 12,000 on, on uh, no, but close to 16,000 in W2. Our total company expenses and, uh, monthly is about 60,000. Okay. So you did 140K last month, right? So, so we're, we're at personally, well, I mean, this is where you want to, okay. So um, we actually, um, year to date this year, revenue wise, we're at about 2.3. Um, so we actually have um, a credit system and a bunch of other ways internally that we build revenue. So MRR wise, 140, but there was about another 60 to 80,000 or so. It was like 220,000 last month we did total. Yeah. Oh, from selling what, like one time stuff, courses, trainings? Um, like credit system we have in there for skip Sorry, tracing. What is that? Sorry. And stuff like that. So like um, people will upload like $1,000 and then they'll use that $1,000 to get phone numbers of homeowners or send direct mail to homeowners. So we have a whole like a marketplace internal to the product. That's So we maybe call that like pay-as-you-go revenue. They're buying credits and yeah. using them up yep. to, ver- to verify a mailing address they want to send a letter to. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Okay, so same question, right? So you did two hundred twenty thousand last month. Your total expenses are sixty k, right? So what are you doing with the one hundred sixty thousand bucks personally as a bootstrap founder? This is where you want to be a lot of profits. What do you do? Uh, I put about forty percent of it in my tax account, um, and then I distribute the rest. So about that, a lot of bootstrap founders want to incentive their team, but they don't know how to set up a distribution plan. Yeah. So there's a few things. So this year, um, I've kind of looked at my teams and in, in um, across the board, and I've decided to do raises on all all everybody in my in the company in general, five percent minimum uh, raises. Um, and then outside of that, I, I distribute most of it to me personally um, because of you know my my objective and where I want to go with the company and and me and my own investments in the real estate side. Um, so, uh, basically uh, the way that I look at it is, is, uh, you know, I want to incentivize the team. I want to make sure that they're, they're feeling committed and they're, that they want it. Um, but what I've also started to do is, um, gave everybody a tech budget now too, as well. Cause we didn't have that originally. So everybody has a $5,000 tech budget that they can use for their home offices and everything else. Um, and then in addition to that, um, we're trying to, uh, create other bonus programs, like holding back 2% of our revenue month monthly as well for, uh, at the end of the year, doing something bigger for for the whole team and stuff like that. So we're trying to really build that out. We just hired a, a head of people ops to really focus on a lot of that core culture because we have a really good product culture, but we were kind of like lacking on you know internal company culture. So we're really trying to focus on that right now. So if you hold back two percent per month, I mean that's like five k month or about sixty thousand bucks per year, right? What do you think you might do with that next December? Like, how would you split that among your team members? Do people in Brazil get some of that, or just the five W twos? Yeah, no, people in Brazil will as well. Um, so part of it is um, our in-person. So uh, we're working to really try. It's been kind of hard with the whole, you know, global you know, situation we've had going on the last two years. But um, they were just here in the U.S. We brought other developers in the U.S. We do a mastermind twice a year. A lot of our, our users come in, they pay money. Uh, they come to our office and we uh, mastermind. Um, and the uh, people in Brazil came in, uh, three of them did. And so, the, you know, some of that money goes through that, you know, bringing them in to, to be here in person for some of those Q4 meetings. Um, other than that, our plan right now, as of right now, depending on how things go next year, is 
uh, to distribute some of that as bonus revenue. Um, but more than anything, uh, it's going to be focused towards culture. And I don't know what that answer is yet, but I'm hoping it's some sort of like, um, you know, like vacation a retreat. as a team yeah. as in a retreat, right? Yeah. Um, because I plan on using separate revenue for bonus revenue. I want to dedicate that to uh, retreat. So taking a step back again, because I love Bootstrap Founders, like if we were to sort of categorize or describe the business of Tyler, it's sort of software revenue, very high margin, dividends out to you personally, which you then reinvest in real estate as maybe a hedge against like the software business. And those are really to your personal net worth is really split mainly amongst those two things. Yeah, my personal net worth is split, um, you know, on building that, uh, you know, personal expenses and passive income from real estate, you know, above that. So that all those distributions that I get, you know, from my uh, real estate company and my software company, because I still do a lot, you know, flips and I still do real estate myself, not just buy deals, but mostly now um, it's, you know, taking all that revenue, getting that passive income and then, and then taking that uh, distributions to be able to, you know, have to dissipate out there. I put a lot of money in whole life policies now, uh, index funds, regular stock market, you know, 5% into crypto. And then, um, and, and so I have a whole diversification that I, that I like to try to do, but most of it's about 40% of my revenue goes into real estate. Very cool. I mean, this is a life, man. I don't, you know, people hit founders like you all the time. They go, ah, oh, well, Tyler's not VC backed. Like he's not on tech crunch. I go, you know what? Look how happy Tyler looks. You want to be like yeah. Tyler. Tyler's Tyler's. It's way easier and less risky to build a five million dollar R SaaS company than it is to go try and raise five hundred million and build a billion dollar business that you own like one percent of at the time you try an IPO. So kudos right. to you and what you've done. How have you resisted? I'm sure you get outbound all the time or inbound all the time. Um, I, I have been get, so not many people know about RISF, even in the real estate space. I mean, we have uh, we're slowly people are hearing about it. Are you talking about with offers like getting offers? Yeah, the VCs wanting to invest. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had people looking to invest. Um, I am looking now um, to put on probably an advisor. Um, and so I, I and my core dev team, the guys in Brazil, I am looking at uh, right now doing and, and giving them some equity uh, to maintain them long term. And, and you know, uh, we want to build other projects together. So um, but as far as like receiving revenue, it's just it's not something I technically you know, need. I'm sure there's things in mainly because I probably don't know what to do with it. To be honest with you, if I were to receive 500,000 right now, I really wouldn't know what to, how to like impact that in my business. So um, we are looking to hire a marketing uh, person right now because we've done zero marketing to date, you know? So it's like- um, How people found you then? Uh, Facebook, word of mouth. Where in Facebook? Are you have a big group or something? Um, we have a personal group, but no, it's, you know, we, we have, um, you know, some people that, that used our product that ended up having groups. And so they, uh, yeah, but how do you get the original it. folks? How do you get the original folks? I just need to know them from like mastermind groups and stuff like that. So like, once I go to one mastermind, I talk about it and then they talk to somebody else and they kind of just slowly spread and they're like, Oh, there's this challenge. And then from those, they talk about it. And then just, I don't, to be honest, what's the top like, mastermind that you're in? Um, on the real estate side or the software side? Oh, actually give one on each. Um, software side, SaaS Academy. And on the um, real estate side, I actually am not part of a real estate mastermind. I have my own now and that's it. Okay, very cool. Hey, we're out of time, Tyler. This is great. Let's wrap up with yeah. the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Ooh, um, shoot. If you don't have one, that's okay. I probably do, but I just lost it. All my right. favorite Number book right now that I'm reading is uh, Breathe, The Lost uh, Science of uh, Ancient Art. That's a good one. Number two, is there a founder you're following or studying? Uh, Trevor Mock at Carrot. <laughs> yep. He's a good. He's not an investor, is he? You're bootstrapped, right? 
I am bootstrapped. He's not he investing. Would kill, he would kill to write you a check. You know that. Number yeah, three, what's what's your favorite online tool for building REI? Um, the tool we use the most is Slack. So I'm just gonna say Slack. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, right now, between nine and ten. Okay. And situation: married, single kids. I am married with a six-year-old and a four-month-old boy. Wow, busy Thank guy. God. How old are you? I'm 29. 29. Last question: Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, there's more outside the military. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. REI Sift. He, you know, built it really to solve his own. It scratches his own itch. Easy on dog food. Launched about a call it, uh, two years ago. Went from thirty-eight thousand dollars a month in revenue a year ago to two hundred twenty thousand dollars a month today. Profits one hundred sixty thousand dollars per month, which he plows back into real estate, serving thirteen hundred customers that want to launch their own real estate businesses. He's teaching them with challenges. He's onboarding them for free, no cac right now. Uh, mainly free stuff via Facebook groups. Team of ten, five uh, in Brazil, five here in the states. As he looks to continue to scale. Tyler, thanks for taking us to the top. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it.